Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Becomes Her podcast. I am your host, Crystal, and I just want to start off by thanking you for giving me your ear for a couple minutes and continuing to listen to my episodes. Um, These are words that are truly coming from my heart, and I just appreciate you just giving me a little bit of your time. So let's get started on the topic today. Let's just talk about it. Let's just go on and talk about it. Um, Co-parenting, co-parenting, co-parenting. You know, honestly, I don't know what's more difficult, parenting the child or working with someone that you don't have the best relationship in parenting that child it you know I I don't know but I have been in a cope on my co-parenting journey because it is a journey for 12 years now and counting and to be transparent it has not been an easy journey it has gotten better though and it has always been better than most but by any means has not been easy. Um, so I just know that uh, it took a lot. And it, with me and with my boy's dad, we are constantly working at working together um, to make sure, like we never, we always kept a goal to make sure our boys never skipped a beat. And I think honestly, that was, um, our driving force or our motivation to work together as best as we can. And we had months and a couple years where we didn't see eye to eye at all. But if to look at it as a total, as a whole, as we are today, it has been more on the successful side. And plus, I know a lot of people, both men and women, who are currently on their co-parenting journey and so I just wanted to come on here and just give a couple tips that I've used or am still using because my kids are still I mean they're not adults so I'm still on my journey as parenting and um I would just say you know <laughs> I don't think and this is a little side note but I don't think True parenting starts until your kids hit preteen teenage years. You know, because I now at this point in my family situation, I have more to- or teenagers and toddlers. And, you know, when they're babies, your job is just to keep them alive, you know, uh, teach them how to hold a pencil or hold a spoon, teach them like to not drink from a bottle, potty train. Like in hindsight, that's easy. But now that I'm having, I have two preteens and two teenagers. I have two of each. I have two boys and two girls, one in each of the two stages. And though my kids are good kids, man, parenting does not get easier with age. I, I don't know if whoever told me that it gets easier, whoever said it gets easier, Prove me that, prove to me that it got easier. We're getting off the topic. Let's get growing. So, 
here are just a couple tips that I have that I have been using or have been used um, to help me through this journal um, with me and my boy's dad. And I feel like once I, he, he in a way, he kind of followed me. Like once I started implementing some things that I just see, learned that just helped, he kind of followed suit and things just, you know, has slowly gotten better in time. So tip number one, is you have to come to terms with the reality of your situation. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off the scar. You don't even need a Band-Aid on the scar. The scar is already there whether the Band-Aid is there or not. You have to come to the terms. To I'm um, sorry, to the terms. You Sorry. You have to come to the realization that you at some point of your life had enough feelings for that person, whether it's male or female, depending on who I'm talking to, that y'all did what y'all had to do to create this child and or children. Therefore, there is no point in my opinion, and remember, my opinion has none of your business, this is simply my opinion, but you're listening, so let just hear me out. To waste your time sitting there talking about the in quotations mistake that you made you gotta let it go because i will never say a child is a mistake because they're not and if you want to sit there and beat yourself up for that one night or whatever the situation is or that person you married and divorced or that relationship that you know resulted in a kid you can you're wasting time at this point the reality is you have this child who needs both their parents. And even though you guys are not together, you are together in the ra the raising of this child or children, depending on your situation. So let it go. It is, it is what it is. That was something I had to fight with. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Like that was that was me. Why did I do this? But at the time, I wanted to do it. I wanted to have a baby with this person and that's what we did. We had two. But now that that's my reality, I was wasting time. I was racking my brain on something that I cannot change. So come to terms with the reality of your situation. You have children with a person that you may not feel 100% about, but you need to learn how to make it work. Um, tip number two. Do not use your kids as a weapon and do not force your opinion on that child uh, oh man i'm sorry don't uh, force don't force your opinion of that person onto your child it is not your responsibility to formulate the opinion that your child is gonna have of that other parent because i don't think unless the parent is this flat out abusive to the child they shouldn't even know how you feel about that person that was something that pretty much from the beginning of me separating from 
my first husband, I refuse to let them, the boys see me or hear me unless they were just straight out um, ear hustling. I never let them know how I felt about their father. And even to this day, I even go to my husband, like, I just want to tell the boys, like, your dad, ba 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 ba. But then I have to check myself. That's from me. That's my opinion. It's not their opinion. And also, I don't think that it's beneficial to, when I say use your kids as a weapon, I mean, you should never try to hold your kid hostage to try to gain control over that other person. Or if the other person is not doing what you think they should be doing for the child, you keep the child away from them. I was trying to be as clean as I can, but that makes you an asshole flat out. I, I, I tried, I tried. It makes you a butthole. And for, and again, this is my opinion. I'm just going to say it. If you are one of those people who are making it a point to keep that other parent out of their, out of your child's life for whatever reason, you are the person in the wrong. Just because you don't agree with what they're doing, but they're trying to be there as best as they can for their child. I feel like there should be some type of, um, if they're trying, I feel there should be some type of, um, uh, empathy for that or consideration of that if they're trying if they're trying so your opinion is not the child's opinion and you do not in my opinion use your kid as a weapon to gain control or to hurt the other parent tip number three new relationships as long as they are not, if the new person is not abusing or mistreating your kids when they're around them, has nothing to do with you. Let me backtrack a little bit. If you notice that once the mom has a new boyfriend or the dad has a new girlfriend and you notice that they're pulling away from the kids, you ha may have to say like, hey, I noticed that you don't come and pick up so and so often ever since, you know, what's what, changed? You know, I've noticed there's a change since you had this new whatever. It, I feel like that that part, if the kid is starting to suffer from this new relationship, then you can talk about it. But if your kid goes to an, your, your um, other parent's house and they have a new person and the person is really nice to your kids, what goes on, you, you, can't inter, you can't intervene with that. It's, if, it's just like you, if you wanna start a new relationship with someone, but you don't want them to intrude with yours, so why do you think it's okay for you to intrude in their, whatever they got going on over there? As long as that child is not being mistreated, you have no say so in who that other parent is talking to. Like, you know, and it makes me question if you have a big issue with the fact that not if your issue is not nothing to do with the kid, but the fact that they're talking to somebody else. My question is, to you is, are you really over that person? Because if your kid comes home happy, healthy, not mistreated, but yet you mad, what's the problem? Because the kid is cool. 
Why are you upset by what's going on over there if your kid is cool? So you need to see and sit back and say, is there something that, that I'm upset about that has nothing to do with our, our ch child? Am I, what part of that relationship is really my issue? And if you're really over it, nothing. Your kid's taken care of, your kid's happy, the other parent is still doing their part for the child, but they have a new relationship, there's no argument in my eyes. And with also with that, and I'm just gonna little piggyback that a little bit, you know, I've known a couple people that their co-parents start new relationships and they had issues with the potential of the kids starting to call the other person or looking at the, the new person as a new mom or a new dad. And my thing, my question to that is how much of your role did you play in your child's life where you would have fear that they would look at somebody else for you? Meaning if you have been half-assing as a dad or even half-assing as a mom and then you find out that your co-parent has met somebody that's pretty cool and now you're sitting there intimidated or worried that oh no little johnny's gonna look at her as a mom or little susan's gonna look at him <laughs> johnny and susan little susan's gonna be looking at him as a dad where did you drop the ball let's be honest while the kid is a child where they can't get themselves to you, drive themselves to you, your relationship with your child is your responsibility. So if you feel intimidated because the, the co-parent is choosing to move on and has found somebody who's good for them and ultimately helping or is a nice addition, a nice addition into your child's life, you should never feel like you're position is compromised if you have been doing your part in that child's life prior to the new person coming into the situation hello just saying if you especially in a co-parenting situation your relationship with your child is crucial not to sound like a, a jerk but i've never question if my boys will look at anybody else as their mom why and that's not just saying because their their father you know he has his like he got his world over there and it's going great for him and my boys aren't hurting so to speak from their new relationship um but i never have been in a position where i'm like oh my god they're gonna want her to be their mom because i knew i put the work in in my child's life that no matter who's at it in addition to the core, they knew who I was. And that's something that I worked on intentionally from day one, from December 7th of 07 to October and August, those are the birth dates, I, you know. But uh, I, from day one, established who I was as their mother. So no matter, no matter who came into their lives, they know who mommy is. But that starts with you. That starts with your intention and that starts with how important your relationship with your children are. I am going off on a tangent, I apologize. Let's bring it back.
tip number four. Always remember that you are a team. You are a team. Even if you're married to somebody else, they're married to somebody else, you two are essentially a team because you two made this child or children. So I feel like if there's an issue going on with the child, especially if it's it comes with the safety of the child or where the child's gonna go to school, like things like that, the health of the child, I feel like that is where y'all two need to talk. Now, if there's two separate households, the way I run my household may not be the same as how the boy's dad runs their household. Those two situations, they're none of what they do over there is none of their control and vice versa over here. But that's not what I'm talking about. How me and my husband de- uh, plan and, and plan to run our household has nothing to do with daddy. That's over here with us and vice versa. What I'm referring is schooling, health, uh, even religion in a sense, and um, uh, just the safety of your child. You guys are a team. Like it or not, and it, it takes me back to tip number one. Like it or not, even if you're in a great marriages and something happens in those other marriages, y'all still have children together. You gotta try to find some camaraderie here. You gotta find some camaraderie. The kids need to see it. I come from a, situ- a, a, a parenting I had co-parenting pretty much my whole life. My parents were not together the majority of my life. But they never, if there were issues that they had, I am just finding out about them as an adult. They played that role so well that me and my sister, cause we're the only two that came from my mom and dad, We never skipped a beat because no matter what they were going through relationship wise, they played as a team when it came to our, came to us. Yes, things were done separately, like birthday parties and things like that. Holidays became separate, all that. But we never felt like we had to choose sides because we always felt like mom and dad were a team. Even when my dad got married, even when my mom got married, we never, they never lost that team because they kept, the the goal was to keep me and my sister from not skipping a beat. And I feel, I mean, I learned more as I grew up, but that's, that's still not my story. But I feel that when it meant the most, when we were younger trying to grow up, our parents stayed a team. And that has been one of the things that I've noticed that me and my boy's dad, even my husband and his uh, girl's mom, like there's some type of camaraderie there and you gotta have it. These kids should not miss a beat because y'all don't get along. Y'all got to come together when it comes to these kids. Flat out. And lastly, tip number five, and this is for you. And this is something that I had to work on for me. You got to learn how to forgive. 
you have to learn how to forgive and to give you a little backstory for me um there was a day where either i was picking the boys up from him or he was dropping them off whatever the plan was on that particular day and i remember going to him and i told him i said i just want to let you know don't ask any questions but i forgive you and he was like all right and i know i didn't go into much detail of what i was forgiving him for it was i felt no point but when I, you know, when I mentioned in episode number one, how I spent a lot of time alone in my apartment and all the things, soul searching, trying to figure some things out. Um, and I noticed that when we used to argue about the kids, all the old stuff would come up. All of the old stuff would come up. Where we're having, it started off where, where are the kids gonna spend thanksgiving to you i couldn't trust you back in the day you know it turned into madness and the question simply was where are the kids gonna spend thanksgiving this year and it just snowballed so because i and and when i tell you that took a man that took years it took years for me to finally say i forgave him but once i said it to him I feel like our co-parenting relationship changed because I no longer held, and I can't speak for him and I will never speak for him. I'm just speaking for me. When we quote unquote had a, when we had a disagreement, I never brought up old stuff. We were disagreeing about the current news. Whatever was going on that me and him didn't see eye to eye on, that's what we were arguing about. Because I forgave him for the past so I can focus on whatever was going on in front of me right now. And my friend, you gotta forgive. You gotta forgive that other, that person, no matter what they did, if they did you wrong, whatever led y'all to separate, you gotta forgive them. And most importantly, you gotta forgive yourself. You having these children with who you had the children with, that's not a mistake. If the Most High did not want you to make a baby with that person, you wouldn't have had a baby. Just think about all the other situations you've been in where a baby could have been made and no baby was made. If the Most High wants somebody to get here, oh, they get here. So knowing that you didn't make a mistake Just make sure you don't put yourself in the position to make the same mistake. But just, you gotta forgive yourself for that time. At that time, it was a good thing. It just didn't turn out what you thought it was. But that's no reason to sit there and hold on and hold on and become angry and fight this person that you know, especially if they wanna be in their child's life, you know you're gonna have to deal with them for 18 years plus at the 18 years at the minimum so why spend those 18 years fighting about stuff that led y'all to separate in the first place you sound stuck if you are still mad about something that happened in 2008 and it's 2022 sweetheart it honey bruh as my son would say therapy not even trying to be funny but you gotta let it go You got to let it go. 
you are hurting yourself still being mad. I know a lady who is still mad at her ex-husband for stuff. And spoiler alert, he has passed away. And she's still mad. Let it go. It only resentment and unforgiving people hurts you. So since you know that this is one person that you're going to have to deal with for at least half your life, try to make the best of it. And ultimately, the kids deserve to see their parents at least getting along. It's like seeing my parents laugh and joke to this day when we have, when we go to like kids basketball games or you know, they'll come over here for the kids' birthdays. To see them kind of joke, I have no choice but to try to make things great with my, as great as they can be with my co-parent. It just makes everything smoother all around. So those are my tips for that subject. I have a lot of tips for that subject, but I'll stick it to, I'll keep it at five. But I hope they help. I hope they help. Like I said in episode one, um, nobody plans. Oh, no, no, no. Episode one, episode two. Um, nobody plans to be alone when they make a child. But if you're in that situation, you make the best of it. And this is a part of making the best of that situation. So you can do it. It's hard. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Time heals, but in order for time to heal, you got to be willing to forgive that person and also, and more importantly, forgive yourself. So that's all I have for you today. If you liked any part of this episode, please share it, tag me in it, um, send it to your friends. If you know somebody who's going through this. Um, remember to follow me on Instagram at, at growth underscore becomes her underscore podcast. Um, let me know what your thoughts are. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. It helps me out as a podcast host. And it also um, lets you know when I post a new episode. And that's all I got. Until next time. If nobody tells you, I love you and I am so proud of you and I will talk to you soon. The Growth Becomes Her podcast is hosted by me, Crystal Webb, and is produced by Shot by Webbs. <laughs>